welcome to the Seeking Veganism podcast. My name is Jess and I'm back with another awesome episode. In this episode, I am interviewing one of my clients, Tade. Uh, she just finished her four-month program with me, her four-month coaching program with me in the Plentiful Power program, and it's been amazing coaching her. She has seen a full mindset transformation in the way you know she sees nutrition, fitness, and also her health in general. She has really transformed so much and I'm so proud of her in this podcast or in this episode we basically speak about how happy she is now and you can literally feel the happiness and the positive energy that is coming from her how much you know the training has impacted her the nutrition has impacted her her journey to becoming vegan and how it has been for her and what has changed for her and also her challenging parts in the program and in general about veganism, training and fitness. Um, and it was just amazing talking to her. I'm sure you will love this episode. You're going to learn a lot from this one. So yeah, here it is. Cool. Hi, Tate. I'm so excited Hello. to talk to you today. Um, could you please let us know where you're from, um, who you are and what you currently are doing? Yeah. Um, my name is Tate and I am 20, just turned 25 years old, um, a couple weeks ago. And I live in Minnesota in the U S, um, in Minneapolis actually. And, um, I, my full-time job, um, I'm in sustainability business. Um, we make biodegradable and compostable plastics. Um, so that's, and that's kind of what started my, um, vegan journey. It was sustainability. I was in college um, back in like 2015, I think now. And so five years ago, um, just started learning all about animal agriculture and was studying sustainability in school and couldn't believe I had never learned anything um, up until like almost graduating. It was just starting to become more public. And around that time, the documentaries on Netflix started coming out. And so people were becoming more aware. Um, and so at first I like started gradually cutting out meat, um, like first did red meat, then did, you know, vegetarian and I still like didn't feel great health wise. Um, and then in January of 2017, so like almost three and a half years ago, um, I went full vegan, um, lost unintentionally like 20 pounds in a matter of months. Um, but like, and so I felt great. Um, and, but I wasn't like really into fitness at all. Um, I, I would go to the gym kind of like mostly do cardio. Um, I felt like I'd lost a lot of muscle and that's probably why I lost so much weight right away going vegan. And that made me kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, then I got really kind of into yoga. Um, I'm surf certified yoga instructor, uh, finished that this year. And so I was doing that for a lot of years. Um, and I was really focused on when I went vegan, I then got really into the nutritional side of it. Um, I've read all the whole food plant-based books and, you know, watched all those films too. Um, and so really just thought like eating whole food plant-based was the best thing. And I felt great, you know, like, um, mentally and had a lot of energy and all things like that, but didn't really like physical appearance and, um, especially now in the last, I'd say like two years, 
for sure, maybe more. Um, it's just a lot more popular for young girls um, to now be into like weightlifting. And I was an athlete growing up, always in um, like three sports. And we didn't really go to the weight room that often. And I was always, you know, working out. It's always been a big part of me. I've always considered myself an athletic person. Um, love working out, but never was taught how to lift, was very intimidated going into a gym. Um, you know, didn't know if I was even doing anything or what the difference in, you know, certain different exercises, what they were doing for me and the muscles in my body. Um, so yeah, I think it was around last fall of 2019. Um, that I started, you know, reaching out to some people on Instagram and then you and I got connected, um, through one of the programs and really enjoyed everything I was learning. It's so nice having someone else like figure out what I'm, what you're supposed to eat in a day and do all of that. Um, and I started eating protein again. Like I, you know, I would eat tofu off and on the last three years when it, mostly when I'd go out to eat, I didn't really cook it at home. I ate, just ate a lot of beans as my and nuts and seeds as my protein. Um, and I was like, holy cow, the difference. And now I love cooking. Um, my roommate sees what I cook all the time. Now she's only vegan at home too. And uh, yeah, I inspired my family um, after I went vegan, my mom and my little sister first. And that makes it a lot easier. Um, like, and my friends too will be really respectful of it when they're around me. So they don't let me pick where we go. And I think like those are the biggest things is like bringing it into your lifestyle and having that support for me has been like monumental really. Um, and yeah, bringing it back to like sustainability and then now being able to like be fit and having people say like, oh, you look like you've been working out. You look stronger, things like that. Like you look toned. Did, are, you, are you back on me? Hell no. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I love that. No, thank you so much for uh, a very extensive introduction. It's definitely, you've covered a lot of points. Um, so you mentioned that becoming vegan, you've done it gradually, which I think is great. And I think it's it really depends on the person, what works best for them. Like, for example, I went vegan overnight, basically. Um, but I do, um, you know, believe that for some people it takes a little bit more time. So what was the most challenging part for you when you went vegan, would you say? The most challenging part for me is that I did not know anyone who was vegan. I had met like two girls that were vegetarian and I remember thinking that was weird. Um, I also like back in when I first started dabbling with it kind of in 2016, It was before, at least in the U.S. and where I lived in the Midwest, in the U.S. especially, um, there were not a lot of options at restaurants. And so I like had to teach myself, reteach myself how to eat. And I remember being like out to eat with people and reading a menu. And it takes, there's a lot of firsts when you become vegan. Like I remember the first time I ever ordered like a veggie burger and I was like, This is so weird, you know? And then like the first time having to, you know, tell a waiter, hey, please take all this cheese off of this pizza. I don't want any of it, you know, things like that. Um, that are it's like intimidating at first, but so I that was my biggest thing is that especially no one in my close inner circle. Um, and you know, in the in the US especially and a lot of other parts of the world, food is really built into our cult or our culture. 
And a lot of events are built around food, you know, like group gatherings and family holidays. And I mean, even just on a week to week basis, when you want to see friends, a lot of people are want to go get a meal. So those are the biggest things was like finding options and then normalizing it around other people because I hate that stigma where it's like, you know, it says everything about them and nothing about me. When I, when I, I say, you know, I, I eat my plate of food and then they're like, so you're vegan. And then they get intimidated and they think that I'm going to, you know, start telling them how they have to live their life, which I've come to find is just not worth the breath. Um, until they, unless they like ask me questions about it, then I'll tell them, but I don't want to pick fights with people. And I, I always lead with, you know, the sustainability thing and, that they seem to listen more on that, especially young people. I mean, no one's going to deny, hopefully, climate change. Yes. No, I love that. Yeah. I love the connection of, you know, you finding work in that area and then connecting it to your veganism and actually feeling like living it fully. You're helping to create a product which is sustainable and which we need more of. And then you're living the life as well and preaching it the right way. Because a lot of times, you know, we don't preach Or we don't do what we preach basically so i love that and i completely understand you i feel like especially when you first go vegan people feel offended by it and i never understood why and they try to justify i only meet eat meat like twice a week and i only buy the organic stuff and you know i don't even like cheese or whatever it is you know and just like i didn't ask you like i don't care <laughs> just want to live my life uh so yeah. yeah i love that you touched um on and that Like, it's especially difficult for me working in the like an environmental field and like sustainability because all the people that I work with like even on my team and then when I go places it's just like for me personally I couldn't call myself an environmentalist and work and do the, all this work for my entire career and then at the end of the day I'm like contributing to climate change in a huge way like that in no way can I live like that And I go to these events and I meet all these people and they're doing all these groundbreaking things for sustainability. But then at the end of the event, you know, everyone goes and has a steak and I'm like, oh, what yeah. did we just do all day? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy that people don't connect that to each other. And I also, I also had a class um, when I was studying, it was also sustainability and business. And I remember my professor also talking a lot about that and sustainability But he never said that he was vegan. He would eat, eat meat still. And he was even a teacher, you know, teaching sustainability. And I'll just say, like, you're contradicting yourself, sir. Like, it's just not working. <laughs> But yeah, yeah definitely. You're, um, you should be preaching it more. And maybe you could, you know, invent some... Or are you part of, like, the organization as well? Or is that not part of you? Like, the event management? Do you do that as well? Um, not so much event management, but a lot of what I do is attending big events, um, like especially on the marketing side of uh, what I'm doing. And, and I speak in front of people a lot mm -hmm. about our products and programs and things. Um, yeah, it would be great if someday I could weave into there. By the way, <laughs> if you want to reduce your carbon footprint, a heck of a lot more. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, lay out the vegan thing. But Yeah. one step at a time <laughs> yes yes definitely um you also talked about how you first when you went vegan you lost around 20 pounds you said um, but you also believe it was a lot of you know muscle at that time and you didn't really know how to eat the right way to to feel great and to look great and to build muscle um so you also mentioned that we already met before 
my program um, when I was working as, a, as an assistant coach for someone else. Um, basically, I got, you know, Tate as my client and I was coaching her during the, during her time um, at the other program. But then you also reached out to me after you finished that program and you found out about mine. You reached out to me after some time deciding to work with me again. So why did you decide to make this choice or why? What was is it? Is it the right way of saying it? Yes. Why did you decide to join the program? That's the that's the question. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I ended our first program, our time together, I think it was in December of 2019. And then it was like the beginning of February this year. And so, you know, like the holidays had gone by and I think I was sitting on a plane because I travel for work about 30% of the time, which, you know, <laughs> um, and I think I was like sitting there and I'm just like, you know, I just gotten done with like a week of being gone for work travel and where a lot of it, what I eat during the week is out of my control. And, you know, I just have to eat like what's available and oftentimes it ends up being like a salad with a few tomatoes on it. And, you know, I'm just like, I didn't feel like ambitious to work out and, things like that. So I felt like I was quickly falling back into bad habits. And I was just so frustrated because it's the beginning of a new year. And, you know, I had like a lot of goals going into this year that I, you know, wanted to look good and feel great. And I just like felt like there were a lot of loose ends and I hadn't turned what I had learned in that first, like when we were in that other program, I hadn't turned that into a lifestyle. And I think it's just like the way that it was approached. I think I kind of talked to you about that. Like I really, feel like I'm I still have a lot of habits to change and I, I want to like do a different approach um and yeah and then you talked about how you've changed your program and I also was I admired you so much when you went off and decided to start your own thing and um I think that was a big part of it too that I was like well I really like her you know I'm like I, I'm all for a new program and um I had already worked with you a bit so that was really exciting to me I I couldn't say no glad I didn't <laughs> <laughs> that is so sweet thank you so much for your nice words I, I was definitely super happy when you reached out I was like yes she's back because <laughs> I also enjoyed our time together um it was it was uh, you know amazing coaching you in the other program but I thought like okay there's so much more that um you know when you reached out to me and you gave me a full list of things like hey I want this 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 I was like okay she has some expectations right there uh, but I love that because you exactly know what you want and you know what you want to achieve and we definitely worked on that um, so what would you say has been the most challenging part in the program or in general in changing your lifestyle into the one that you have now well at first when we started um, this February it was before the coronavirus and COVID-19 so I was still kind of um, like traveling a lot for work and so that was a little bit complicated at the beginning and then it was kind of like a blessing in, dis in disguise that then once like mid-March came then I was permanently at home and could prioritize this so much more um, no one was going out to eat there were, I wasn't attending events all the time I wasn't traveling for work and I was at home so I could like cook all three meals a day and so it was like the perfect opportunity for me to restructure how I like nourish myself and then yeah the the mindset change was so much different and I'd say like the the um The biggest challenge during our normal, biz, my normal, busy life um, was prioritizing this, which knowing what I know now and like how I feel now is so crazy to me. Um, but I think it like, you know, having to just stop 
and stay home and um, get good at working out from home. I didn't have access to a gym, obviously. Um, at first, that was a challenge, too. Um, I have my little sister. I was living with my parents, and I had her work out with me a lot. It was nice to have somebody there um, holding me accountable. And during the coronavirus days, you know, the only things you really have to look forward to a lot of days are making meals <laughs> and then working out. And so those just became my, like, I would look forward to it every day um, because it kept me going. And, you know, especially when you are in certain times where you can't control what's going on in the outside world, it's awesome to have things that then you can feel like you do have control over. And so for me before, um, I felt like I didn't really have control over when I got to exercise or what I was eating a lot. And I didn't have control over my body. Like I felt like I could easily gain weight sometimes on accident or the opposite. I'd start losing muscle again and I just felt so helpless. And so the, the feeling of now being in control and knowing exactly how my body responds to different things and how great it feels um, to work out and, you know, eat properly and, and nourish myself for the amount of activity I want to do. It's like so empowering um, and like a knowledge and a resource that I now have for life. So, yeah. I love that. No, definitely. I love what you said that in a time like coronavirus we feel like we have no control over what's happening but the one thing that we can control is how we live our life during this time and i remember you also telling me that i'm like quoting you i'm like the only one of my friends that actually trained and you know ate healthy and all of the other friends that i have or the people that i know did not do that and now feel miserable and everyone is like looking up to me because i've done it and you know people are telling me compliments and stuff so i I really love that. Do you have any tips um, or do you have any idea how you want to continue living this lifestyle once you're allowed to travel again and how you want to build it around it? And do you have any tips for people listening to it that are also as busy as you are? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say one of my mindset shifts was, so like when I think about going out with friends um, to have dinner, um, I'm, I'm going out to hang out with them. I changed my mindset so that like, well, because sometimes I would get mad. I'm like, great, we're going somewhere that has the only vegan options are French fries. But I think about it as, well, I'm going out to eat with them, not for the food then, obviously. I'm going to see my friends because being social and I'm, being, you know, I'm an extroverted person, like, it's very important to me. I'm very close to the people and my friends and things. So it's like, I, I shouldn't have to, you know, think about, dwell on the fact that, you know, I won't get to eat something great eat something you love before you go or plan for it after um, and then go and have that time with them. And now it's made all of my encounters that much more enjoyable. So that's, that's definitely like helped a lot. And then as far as work travel goes, um, I speak up more now with like when I'm traveling with coworkers of saying, Hey, I'd really like to eat this and that um, I pack um, like protein powder um and like some kiwis <laughs> so at least for breakfast every morning i can eat what i want um and then also having like a few other you know handy snacks or and then like same thing just kind of thinking about okay well this week you might not get to eat exactly perfect but you can't let that ruin then your weekend because i was also bad about that where if i would get like one day where i you know, things weren't great or I missed my workout, I would like punish myself 
which is so stupid because they, they, you should do the exact opposite. Like, hey, you didn't get to it today. That's all right. You're living your life. Do what you want for your body tomorrow. And so that has also helped me a lot too, is that instead of one bad day turning into then five bad days, <laughs> it's like, you know, and then also making a list of not calling them bad days because I'm making a list of the things that every day give me confidence. And if, even if I only get to check off, let's say it's a list of five things, if I only got to check off one box, I still did something for myself and I still prioritized my health and my mental well being. So, um, that has also helped me too. Mm -hmm. So like if, you know, even if you can only squeeze in a 20 minute workout for me, that's, that could be the make or break between me having an awesome day and then me going to bed and staying up for an hour thinking about how I didn't do that. today. <laughs> so. Yes. Yes. I think this has been, and I'm, that's what we also talked about before the call or before the podcast interview. It has been one of the biggest changes with you, the mindset shift. Um, and I remember also in the beginning, you had one couple of bad days and then you had like, you were sick for a couple of weeks. And so I remember you would always refer back to it. I wish I wouldn't have been sick. I wish I wouldn't have. But I think at this point you have realized that it makes no sense to dwell over what happened in the past and just move on and not continue thinking, oh, if that wouldn't have happened, my progress would have been better now. And I think one of the things that you've also started to realize and, and what has changed in your mindset is that it's all a progress. It's not about only seeing the end result, but working towards it and making it a lifestyle. Because I remember you also always had like this end goal, this end date that you wanted to achieve this specific goal. But now you got to this point where you're like, hey, it's fine if I don't achieve it by this time because I know this is part of my life now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that was another thing that, and I think that's for a lot of people too, is when you put an end date on something or you like have to be a, look a certain way by a certain time, that can be like detrimental to all of your progress. And I, it's like another thing that that has changed and, you know, coronavirus has helped is that I never really was, I was like, I could do this forever. You know, this work, or maybe I'll have to work, work out from home forever. And I'll always be getting, you know, being able to make my own meals during the day and things like that. Um, but yeah, taking it when you are in control, um, it's, like I've decided I started every day appreciating like, you know what, I did more push-ups today than I'd have ever before. That's a victory. And, you know, so instead of like judging progress by the scale and instead by, hey, wow, these pants don't really fit anymore. <laughs> um, things like that, that, and just like, whether it be, I've cooked a new recipe today and that's definitely something I'm gonna repeat and I've gotten really good you know, um, working on the morning or I've, my, I've mastered my protein shake, which I did during this. <laughs> and it was something that I looked forward to and one of my motivators to do my workout for the day. So things like that, um, that are all part of the journey as you know, people usually say, and, and like appreciating the progress every day, whether it's big or small. And then at the end you realize, wow, four months have gone by and it doesn't feel like you're prior like it's even a journey anymore because now it's just part of your lifestyle and that's how I feel now like people are still kind of no, you know noticing like oh you look you look good and whatever and are you like on a diet like, no <laughs> and then they're like well what do you eat in a day and I'll talk about it and I'll say yeah and I, I've started lifting and I guess and, and a lot of has changed but it's not because I'm doing some special program or a 30-day challenge or you know mm -hmm. something like that 
like, no, this is just, I mean, I, I don't even think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Definitely. Um, do you think, or is there something else that has changed for you during this time? Um, I've definitely inspired, like, it was nice being home during COVID. Finally got my dad to become plant-based. He's lost about 25 pounds and Amazing. bikes like 100 miles a week. So <laughs> that's a big change. Um, I think for me, though, my confidence in the gym and and my the feeling that I have control over my body, and that is like the first time ever. I know how my body responds to different foods, um, you know, and, and just like the balance of now knowing um, like, okay, if I have, you know, uh, oatmeal in the morning, then let me, let's do, try and do a salad for lunch, you know, and, and like taking your macros once you've been tracking for a while and then actually applying it with a mindset and seeing how it can balance out in real life and I would also say like before too I was much more inclined especially on the weekends to treat myself to like junk food vegan food I think I remember I would always talk to you about this on our calls on like the next morning or the after the weekend and you, you would, I would rank my nutrition and I'd be like oh well I had you know vegan cupcakes the other day and oh then I had you know whatever and now that I don't crave those things on the weekends like my mindset has changed to well like, you can have it if you want it but I'm like I don't want it you know I just I, I, I'll treat myself here and there but it's like subtle changes, you know, like I don't ever feel the need to eat like deep fried food anymore because it makes me feel like crap. And I'm like, I work so hard during the week and I know I always feel great. Like I don't want to give myself, I mean, it's one of the reasons I cut out eating animals is because I didn't feel good about it mentally or physically. So these other foods that are still out there that, you know, are hurting my progress or make me then the next day not want to work out. I always think of like, well, how will you feel tomorrow? And I don't feel like I'm deprived at all. It's really just a change of like, I don't want it. You know, like meat eaters will be like, don't you crave meat? Like, no, it's once you say goodbye, you look at it like, how did I ever eat that? And that's kind of how I feel about some of the fakey vegan bad food. <laughs> yes, I love that. Um, especially the fact that you're so more in touch with your body and also the fact that you don't restrict yourself you allow yourself to have it when you feel like it but you now that you know you can have it you don't crave it as much anymore because the biggest problem is when we go on diets and we restrict ourselves on our favorite foods we crave them more because we're just like oh my god we cannot stop thinking about it but you've found the balance of being like okay i have an abundant lifestyle i can have it whenever i want But I know that at this moment, it won't make me feel good because I know what makes me feel good. So I will continue just doing that. And if I want to have a cupcake, for example, on your birthday, you're going to have it because you're going to enjoy it, you know. Um, so I love that. What would you say um, is your opinion about online coaching? Because, of course, there's still a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, believe having a personal trainer face to face is better or having a nutritionist to go to face to face is better. Now, of course, with COVID, it's a little different. But, you know, back then. Um, or still like it's probably going to start in a couple of months again or for, in weeks for some people to get a personal trainer and stuff. So what would you say is your personal opinion about online coaching? I would say um, like I tried a fitness trainer two years ago um, where I, my sessions would be like 30 minutes long. I wouldn't even break a sweat. It was strange. 
she would talk about her life the whole time. She didn't ask me anything really about like, what do I eat? What do, what's my sleeping pattern like? And things like that. But um, if, if someone's really trying to help you physically, they need to get to know you as a person. And that's another reason why I'm like, now that we've been working together for a long time, um, I, you know me really well. You ask things about my personal life. And so I, and I think that that's the difference. It's like, you actually care. And because when you just like in professional setting, you know, you having a boss that really cares about you, you want it it makes you want to perform well for them. So for you, you know, I'd have a bad day and I'd be like, oh, gosh, I probably let her down. And the feedback was completely different. And it was like, oh, my gosh, it was encouraging. And you sympathize with me and you you understood. And when I'd get frustrated about like maybe my progress pictures didn't look great same thing i wouldn't want to send them i'd be like oh, it doesn't look great whatever and your feedback was always totally surprising and which made me want to keep going and i think that like the biggest thing when you want to improve your body you have to look at your mindset and what are your habits right now and it and if let's say you know a bad habit would be oh well i don't really work out ever on the weekends and you know i stay out all night and my sleeping's bad whatever instead of just saying, well, you can't do that. It's more of looking at like, what, what makes you want to do that? You know, do you feel like you said deprived during the week? So then you have to lash out like that and, um, things like that. It's like getting to the root cause of some of these bad habits because they're not going to change unless you kind of change them and adopt them as a new lifestyle. And I don't know, I, everything about like having a coach too that at your disposal, like every day to just message and be like, Hey, I just got done doing, you know, I don't know, Turkish, Turkish get-ups or some new exercise and my back really hurts, like either I'm doing something wrong or, you know, I mean, I've never spent a day in a gym with you. You're in a completely different country, but I feel so supported and the workouts like being customized. Um, so like halfway through this last time I said, said that the workouts were getting too easy and you came back the next <laughs> week and I got my ass kicked. <laughs> but it felt so good. I was like, okay, this is exactly what I needed. And a lot of people would have been like, oh no, you know, don't push it or, you know, just add more weight. And I was at home, so I couldn't, you know, I only had so much. And so things like that, it was awesome um, to keep me motivated because I need that. I need a, I need a balance of the, the emotional and mental support, but with the mixture of the tough love, like you can do this, push yourself harder. Um, so the balance is great. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that you said the fact that, you know, you don't need to tell me twice that your workout is, you know, um, too simple or you're not breaking a sweat because I'm going to make it really hard. And then I remember the next call, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, you killed me. Like, seriously, you killed me. And I was like, yes, I did it right. Because <laughs> I know like you have so much potential and so much strength. So I was like, I'm not going to only make you do a couple of deadlifts and squats. We really put in those compound movements to really work all yeah. of your freaking muscles in your body. And like you felt it, it was amazing. And the fact that you also worked out with your sister was even better because, of course, it keeps you motivated. You know, it's awesome for her. So I love that, definitely. Um, and, and I think a big part of like me loving yoga is the full body movement. And so the compound workouts, like I am so addicted to those. Even now being at my gym again, now that it's open at my apartment, um, I really don't go to the machines to just, you know, lift up and down and exercise one muscle at a time. I'm, I'm, I'm more inclined. Like I have a mat out and I'm grabbing kettlebells and I want to be like full body engaged and like 
you know, going from one thing to another, not sitting on my phone in between. Um, I go in there with a solid purpose and I like when my heart rate is up, but I'm also working my muscles and it's just like great. And that to me feels like so much better of a workout. And I think that that's one of the reasons too, that I've I would never really would go and lift weights it's because I'm like oh it's so boring people wear socks sometimes they don't even wear shoes and they'll like wear jeans like that's not a workout because me being an athlete I'm used to like playing sports my whole life I'm used to constant action and motion so yeah the compound workouts like the kettlebell press and I'm all the way up (laughs) I mean those get me every time but I love it so yeah yes I'm very very happy to hear uh what would you say because like you've had quite a quite a big change um you know like physically but also mentally and i mean you change your complete life to a vegan lifestyle which for some people still seems crazy i remember myself like let's say four years ago before i went vegan and i had you know this girl talked to me and she talked to me about her vegan lifestyle and how amazing it was i looked at her i was like i'm never gonna be vegan like seriously you're crazy <laughs> but um now here we are and i'm pretty sure you had similar thoughts i feel like every vegan had same thoughts or similar thoughts um before they went vegan but what would you tell someone um that is currently scared to change you know something in their life or someone who wants to actually become vegan what would you tell that person what, what I wish someone would have told me um, when I first started being interested in it, um, one, cutting out meat is great for sustainability reasons, but for your health, like dairy, actually, especially for women, you feel a lot better and are more inclined to probably lose weight because naturally as women, I feel like we don't really eat that much meat anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have so many girlfriends that tell me, you know, I could easily be vegetarian. I just love cheese so much and yogurt. And I feel like they advertise it a lot to women specifically. So that's one thing is like, even if you think you can't go full vegan right now, cut out dairy, like just start doing it. And then the next thing is no matter what you're doing currently, like always eat lots of, lots of fruits and vegetables. And then, you know, like find an exercise that you really like. And for going vegan, it's like, find a community immediately like change your Instagram feed my Instagram feed changed completely to like I followed every hashtag vegan vegan athlete you know business vegan like everything I needed my because none of my friends no one I knew was vegan so I needed to try and normalize it for myself and see what people do and like can you be strong can you be an athlete can you do these things like I had to find all that out for myself game changers was not on Netflix yet (laughs) you know so um, I would say that too, like find someone that you can relate to, um, that changes everything, um, or someone that is like, you know, a working professional and they're still managing to do it. Um, and then, you know, find what you're passionate about that will keep you going. Because for me, it wasn't just like, well, I want to, you know, be a trendsetter and just start, you know, not eating animals and plants. It was like, I was motivated by sustainability. And once I found out everything I could and I researched it nonstop, then once you're that invested and you have a why, it's like hard to go. It's like an accountability thing, but also it's just, it's hard to, you can't just turn your head away anymore. You know, you can't ignore that. And so that also kept me going is figuring out how to eat my, how to eat. And then also like, you know, look at what I'm doing for the environment. Um, and I joined a few clubs and like organizations. I talked to some people that I didn't know that were vegan and said, Hey, I've 
kind of switched over and just like my reaction now they were so excited and it's like finally you know yeah. your eyes have been opened and you see someone who tells you that I think I'm gonna eat less animals now and it's like yes yeah finally <laughs> um and yeah but really it's like once you start to feel so great too it's also hard to stop and I so that's what I wish someone would have done for me early on is um told me to cut out dairy earlier and then also like immediately reach out and find communities because and I was really I was just reading a lot of books at home but I wasn't like doing as much you know with social media now you can find a community for everything under the sun and especially like for me with fitness being so important following people like you um, and seeing you know balance your day-to-day life you can be a young 20 something and have fun and have friends that aren't all vegan and you can travel and do cool things um, but you can still prioritize your health so mm-hmm. uh, that was all really important to me and definitely has helped me stay the path mm-hmm. love that awesome so what would you say are your current health goals and personal goals for the future um personal goals uh continue to expand on my um, current like lifting routine um i love all the exercises that i've learned from you and now i've kind of hybridized them and changed them into a formula that i really like um i want to i'm also a runner um i usually try and run like one half marathon a year i haven't done a trail race yet but i i've been running you know about once a week i just went on a run yesterday actually um, and my legs just feel so strong. It's like hard to resist running. <laughs> I can go on forever because I don't get tired. I'm not sore the next day. And that's never happened. I I ran my first marathon like five years ago and I was on crutches after because I had tendonitis in my shin because I weighed a lot more and I ate terribly the night before the run. You know, they gave us creamy pot chicken pasta, all crap. And now I never, yeah, what a great thing before an athletic event. Yeah, um, yeah awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, now to um, like goals wise, just keep um, eating what makes me feel good and um, what's going to keep me getting toned. You know, I'd like to tone up just even a little bit more now that summer is kind of coming back where I'm where I am at least. Like pools are opening, we're wearing shorts and tank tops and things, and um, it's just so motivating um, to you know increase weight on a deadlift or um, I can my max push up count goes up higher and all those things are I'm like addicted now and I just want to keep going with that um you know yoga I don't know I haven't done it in a while I still love it and you know I might teach someday we'll see uh right now I don't think it's great to be in a hot room um just be that close to everybody breathing yeah. very deeply um so I have a feeling I won't get to do that as much as I would like to um this year at least but no matter what um I just like feel no matter what my new athletic goal is or fitness um, and health, I just, my lifestyle has changed so much in the way that I eat um, for the best. And it just like makes me happy. I don't stress out about it. And that's going to be another thing too, is to just keep this mindset of how I go about my day and um, what's important to me. It's hard to go back now. (laughs) Love that. Awesome goals. That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. So I'm very excited to, you know, connect with you um, at some point again in the future and see, you know, how how well you're doing and how much this has become part of your life now and your lifestyle. I mean, it already is part of it. But of course, you know, seeing you progress even further and just feeling 
feeling you know better and just finally having achieved even more of the goals that you've set yourself so i'm very excited to you know connect with you in the future um other than that that's it thank you so much guys for listening to this episode actually after we ended this episode tate also told me that finally she feels better when she's getting her period she doesn't feel low on energy anymore and she doesn't feel sad and depressed anymore something that has been also part of the program and she has learned about how to sync with her cycle the right way what foods to incorporate and how to really train the right way and it has been very powerful because she has always experienced you know depressive moods and she was always very sad prior to her period and this time around she didn't experience that anymore she has much more energy to get through the day so just wanted to leave it right here definitely Tate and me we're gonna stay in contact you know it's lovely speaking to her it was lovely coaching her so I'm very excited to see where her future is gonna go and how much progress she still gonna make in the future but again if you like this episode please leave me a comment or uh, a review on apple Podcasts or um, itunes as well and yeah make sure to reach out to me if you have any more questions or any topics that you would like me to cover in those podcast episodes but other than that thank you so much for listening and until next time